rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. You're surprised. I know it. You're asking yourself, how can this be three days in a row? Well, I'm an excited man, and this is fun. <laughs> and you're listening to episode four of season episode or season two of Center of the Sun. Thank you for listening. It's Tuesday. Wait, is it Tuesday? Um, yeah, it's Tuesday, and you are listening to Center of the Sun. I am Andrew Gillum's text message. Text, me- text message app. And, uh, yeah, that's the first headline I'm looking at today. I'm like, of course they found something random and irrelevant. Um, apparently he's connected to lobbyists. Oh, is that surprising? Okay, let me read the article. So, um, the New York Times reports today, October the 23rd, that, um, I quote here, dog by state ethics commission investigation into trips he took as mayor of Tallahassee, Andrew Gillum, the Democratic nominee of Florida, for Florida governor, rather, has insisted that all his travel was above board and paid by himself, his wife, and his younger brother. I don't even doubt him. Um, apparently, there's some records of um, him communicating with some lobbyists who may or may not have whatever. I don't know. But it has nothing to do with his run for governor. If there was, address it. If not, can we like can we get a break, please? Because ain't nobody got time. Next. So um, somebody asked me today what I thought about this Saudi Arabia thing. And I'm like, you know what? They did it. <laughs> they, of course they did it. I'm like, I have no doubt. The man went in the damn um, building and came out chopped up. Of course they did it. And of course they were all working together. And of course the man had a greeting card. Of course um, he's an American citizen. And of course we denied um, any connection to him and then denied even like 
now they're talking about doing something, but I'm, I don't even I don't even want to read it because oh my god, we treat people so terribly. Next on the agenda is um, the New York Times just reported as well that Sandra Day O'Connor, the first woman on the Supreme Court, she revealed she has dementia today and that she would be withdrawing from public life as the disease advances. That is so sad because I was sure that like reading and like being smart was like going to save us from dementia and no. Protect your brain, people. Inflammation to in any capacity has data to prove that it over time um, ages your brain faster than if you did if you were not inflamed so stress and all kinds of things that cause inflammation dr sebi was right to a degree i think everybody's right to a degree but um yeah you have to you have to protect your brain um i insist on keeping my brain i insist on keeping my teeth i insist on keeping my eyes hopefully i probably won't keep my hearing because i listen to loud music because I'm a musician, I've always listened. I mean, it's it's inevitable. And I didn't realize that you lost your hearing fast, so fast. But anyway, I don't have any hearing loss right now. But, I mean, it's inevitable. Um, I'm already like, what? What? You know, kind of. So. But it just seems, it just feel it doesn't feel like an impairment. <laughs> so I just continue destroying my hearing. But, I mean, I'll regret it later. Hopefully there's technology then. I have trust in the human, in human capacity. But anyway, um, I wanted to talk about borderline personality disorder today. And the fact that I'm allergic to soap. Oh my God, it's so annoying. I'm so, if I'm scratching, I'm so sorry. But I ran out of, I normally, so on my blog, you all, um, I talked about minimalism. Like what I talk about on the show is like real shit. That I, <laughs> it's real. Um, and um, thank you for listening to my dumbass show, but it's not dumb. Let me don't ever put yourself down. Number one rule: if you ever meet me in person, if you put yourself down, I will probably look at you crazy because I'm like, why would you put yourself down? Um, you are your biggest fan. You are your biggest critic. And if no one roots for you, who's going to root for you? You have to root for yourself. So like, if all else fails, but that's how I was raised. So whatever. And all you guys are family. And then after them, it's you. So don't put yourself down like I just did. Do not follow my lead. This is not a dumb show. This is a great show. This show is iconic. So you better get in while it's still hot. But anyway, um, what, the sh- what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So... Minimalism. I used to, I, there was an episode where I spoke about minimalism because I really believe like my grandma. So let's talk about Sandra Day O'Connor, like, but like my grandma's good, you know, hopefully. But at the same time, I believe that practicing minimalism and healthy eating, clean eating, not healthy, but clean eating, because you can be very unhealthy, but. At the end of the day, I think it depends on the amount of chemicals that you put in your body. Like, literally, try to minimize the amount of chemicals that you put in your body. So, I follow suit. I'm like, well, I mean, y'all alive. 
unfortunately I was adopted so I'm not biological so I can't it doesn't really like it's not a good one-to-one match but I'll still follow someone's lead if they give me a good habit but minimalism talking about minimalism and on my blog I talk about chemicals and um decreasing them inside your body i also and i also encourage you to decrease them on the outside of your body so i suggested using dr bronner's or some other generic version of organic castile soap that is its first ingredient is coconut oil and then subsequently put coconut oil on your skin after you get out of that of said shower prior to you leaving the bathroom because then once you leave the bathroom your skin is completely dry and then the coconut oil has no effect so for me it has been the cure for chronic dry skin aka eczema eczema (laughs) i love that meme you got eczema you got eczema you got eczema um (laughs) but um anyway minimalism does help in skincare for me that's my thing is like i do um i have alpha hydroxy acids in my toner and coconut oil and castile soap and clippers and literally that's it now i do use a face wash because i gotta be bougie I love being a hippie, but I also, like, being bougie is, like, my number one thing. So, like, I just can't help it. I'm, like, Beyonce, but, like, regular Beyonce. Like, if Beyonce was regular, I'm her. Like, I still feel like I should, like, have everything in the world, but I don't. So, I just accept what I can get. But, and I try to stay humble, but not really. Anybody got time to be humble. Being humble gets you nowhere. Just a thought. Also being nice, and that is anecdotal as fuck. But anyway, I wanted to talk about borderline personality disorder. Like, why you keep getting me off track? And by you, I mean you, bitch. Um, I have to go- I have to Google it because it's a clinical diagnosis. I think the phone hears me because it literally popped up. I just put B-O-R and it said borderline personality disorder. And it gave me a whole Wikipedia page. So uh, full disclosure, we are reading from Wikipedia. But BPD is also known as emotionally unstable personality disorder. Oh, my God. Before I read it. Okay, full disclosure. Full disclosure. I probably have this. But ain't nobody going to steal my joy. And y'all ain't giving me nothing else just from emotionally unstable because no but i actually so before okay let me preface this whole thing i'm sorry let me take a let me take a sip of my coors banquet i drink like one beer a day i'm such a lightweight because i'm already tipsy like i get tipsy off like two sips i'm not even halfway through this <laughs> but i didn't eat dinner either and it's 7:42 in the post meridian Oh, so over the past three weeks or so, I've had three patients approach me in some like really like left field shit. Um, 
I work in a clinic where we conduct clinical research, so everyone's participation in that clinic is voluntary, so I'm constantly confused why people are angry when they come into my space, because I'm like, you don't have to come. Like, You could have literally like gone to work and made $25 in the same time that you were mad at me making this $25. Like, You could have just handled your business and like came on a day where you just felt it was more comfortable for you. And that would have been completely fine for the Federal Drug Administration. It would have been completely... That would... Your voluntary um, rescheduling of your, of your clinical trial appointment, um, if you requested it, no one's going to be like, oh, bitch, you're dumb. Like, you're fired. Like, this ain't The Apprentice, bitch. So I don't understand why you come up to my clinic and talk about when it's voluntary, like you signed the consent, you met my dumb ass before you started. You knew I was a little bit much, but it's in the field of sexual health. So I have the pleasure of working with nearly 100% gay men, which sounds like a dream on the surface. No, it's actually the most fun job I've ever had. It's so fun. But these people are unstable because of the society. And it's nothing, it's not a fault to them. And it is really a mental illness. And I really believe in my region, in the region in which I live, people every, like nearly 100% of people have a mental illness and they don't know it. And um, I'm able to say that out loud to people, to other black men, especially black gay men, because I know I have a mental illness because of my, the way I was treated throughout, you know, in different, in different situations throughout my life. But I'm being treated for it. And I have been for the last 10 years, but I'm like, there are whole ass 30 year olds who have, who resist every bit of medication except for the HIV pill. And I'm like, so you trust this doctor, but you don't trust that doctor. So anyway, long story short, I had a training about borderline personality disorder today. Borderline, I can't talk. I'm so tired. And this like half a beer, I'm like, but literally. Um, BPD is a mental illness and it's very clinical. That's the thing. Actually, the whole... So I had a training recently, and it was about mental health. But for some reason, my dumbass can't stop asking questions. But I'm legit curious. Like, if you think... So the whole reason why I started this show, so to be perfectly honest, is because I need more people to talk to. <laughs> I, need, I need to talk to people. I'm an extrovert, and no one's an extrovert. So I'm like, well, I'm going to talk. I can talk like all day and I have meaningful and like real authentic topics to talk about. Like, that's the thing about me. I'm like, how do I have this much in my head? But it's in my head and it will come out. Like if you're a person or if I anticipate you're listening to my words, I will just continue talking all day. So I went to this training and I'm like, hmm. We were talking about PTSD, but I want to talk about catastrophic expectancy because in relation to traumatic experiences, especially for trans people, and I work in sexual health, so trans, any, 
gender identity, gender expression, sexual orientation, sexual everything. My whole job is about figuring out how to retain, how to how to reach out to and then retain people to be involved in clinical research, which is multi-year involvement and in, in a lot of blood work and a lot of medical exams and stuff like this is like ser very nuanced work. So the patients that I interact with, though they are a pleasure, also have a set of very alarming personality traits and disorders. So the one that popped up to me and it made perfect sense, like when somebody explained it to me, I was like, oh my God, like I feel so bad for calling them crazy, but I call people crazy. Do you call people crazy? If you do, that's ableist. Stop doing it. I'm going to continue doing it because I'm grown, but you should not do it. It's not good. Anybody that I speak a ableist term too. Hopefully, will understand that it's not from malicious intent. If I call somebody crazy, I'm really at a loss for words. Like literally, I don't know how to describe it. And I'm from a rural part of the Midwest. Therefore, I don't, I talk very white, but I also don't know how to talk. And talking white is not a real thing. So basically, I don't know how to talk properly <laughs> but anyway borderline personality disorder that was very loud okay and that was Arizona tea anyway um is characterized by unstable relationships with people an unstable sense of self and uns and unstable emotions so if I had an unstable sense of self I might have this disorder but I actually don't have a disorder of my emotions because I be truly believe that every emotion that I have is warranted, good or bad. So luckily, I've just not diagnosed myself. It's See how easy it is to be like, mm, do I have that? Mm -hmm. But you might have traumatic experiences, but you definitely probably don't have a disorder unless you go see a doctor. This particular trainer today was a master social worker who specializes in post-traumatic stress disorder. So BPD is very close in hand. And literally she brought a patient to me who she was like, he has BPD. Like, B, he don't even want to talk to you. He don't, you made one mistake and he's like ready to rear in to like quit everything. I'm like, you know what? He's just a little gay boy. I just see, so first of all, all the people with BPD are like 300 pounds with muscles, and I'm like 185 with no muscles. But And I'm 6'2", so I'm like tall and skinny. And everyone is like extra muscular. Just want to turn up with me. It is what it is. It's fine. Because I will... You know how I was raised to fight? Jugular. Jugular. Yeah, go for the jugular. I don't fight. I go under the jail. How about that? How about those apples, bitch? Don't fucking threaten me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, so anyway, anyway, I've been threatened three times. And not, like, physically threatened, but, like, you coming at me extra sideways, and I don't know how to react, so I feel threatened. But, but that was before I realized that, like, people are really out here ducking and diving their identities 
and it causes, it creates a borderline personality disorder. I literally thought a borderline personality disorder was motherfucking, what's his name? What is that movie, Slice or Splice or whatever the fuck? Like, what, Split? Um, the, the movie Split, that is BPD to me, but that is like a fictional and an extreme case because people really out here living double lives and really are emotionally unstable and I feel horrible. Like, I just want to just hug, but they'd probably kill me. Like, that's the thing is that like, you're so, like when you let, oh my God. Uh, okay, down low, men, gay men. I have been told that I am both handsome and light-skinned. I accept those compliments. I guess they're compliments, handsome and being light-skinned. Light-skinned because of my proximity to white supremacy, whatever it is, what it is. It's an asset. I use it, and I'm not ashamed. But I also am not an agent of white supremacy. I have a fucking public health job. Like, I can't, like... I'm trying to not be an agent of white supremacy, but it is what it is. My whole family. Yeah, anyway, I don't have to explain shit. <laughs> anyway, because I am handsome and because I'm light skinned, people treat me a certain kind of way. It's called privilege. And it's normally in a good way. Like normally people like trust me immediately. Um, always want to have sex with me. And I'm like, really? Like I'm not even that damn sexual. How about I be, be alone? How about those apples? Um, I just get, you know, I've never really worked hard for anything, um, basically because of my privilege. And so it's astounding to me that people are like mean to me, like these like people would be with BPD or mean to me, especially when they're like, oh, my, like, okay, so one particular dude, his name, let's name him, let's name him Rashad. Okay, so Rashad is a very beautiful man. Like, never have I ever seen a man so tall and so, like, big and just pretty. Like, pretty in the face. with And then the, the testosterone, so you got the eyelashes and the, it's just a lot. But he's, like, too big. Like, you're on, like there's a threshold of, like, how big you want to be as a human because it's just, like, certain spaces you just don't fit in certain spaces. So if you're, like, 6'6", six, six, 300 pounds, all muscles, dark skin, beautiful man, you just have this presence. And so when you turn out to be actually gay, being that same man living in that same homophobic thing and you turn out to be a man who has sex with men because I actually never don't I didn't don't know his sexuality all I know is his HIV status it is what it is we're gonna let it go but um when you live on the D when you live on the DL and not only is the DL your sexuality but also your health status like what's wrong with you and like whose doctor do you go to and you're constantly hiding but you're like six six and 300 pounds so you know you can't hide nowhere because everybody's looking at you all the time because i know that for for a fact because i'm six two and i'm just light-skinned and people don't put and don't leave me alone so i know they don't leave your ass alone for any reason you're strong you're large you're hand, you know you're just like it's just it's a lot and so when then when you interact with me, one day you're this way, a next day you are making up a fantasy. Like literally, I'm like, 
and it was so astounded. I was so astounded. I thought I thought I was being ambushed by my boss. Like I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like I was so confused. I was so confused, and I don't know my patients. I'm like, I don't know my fucking patients. But it ended up being good. And he actually apologized. And I'm like, this is the second apology. Now we have a pattern. Like, you are, like, angry, like, irrationally angry. And I wish, I wish you didn't have to go through this. And I just want to be your friend. I just want to hear you talk about your random shit and, like, let you talk. And, like, know that you won't commit suicide. Like, I just want you to be okay. And so that was the first patient. That was, like, three weeks ago. And then, like, last week two patients popped off on like one patient I only met like briefly so I'm still a little, little perplexed about that one we're gonna have a talk tomorrow when I draw his blood tomorrow um, I called him today like are you good sir like you want me to draw you like I'm so confused like what is your problem but then I thought about seeing him in the lobby and not recognizing him in the but like right you know how you recognize somebody like 30 minutes later like you see somebody you're like who is that like I should know this person, but I don't. And then like three hours later, you're like, oh my God, that's Robert or whatever the person's name is. So Robert was sitting in the lobby of the main clinic because I work in a research clinic that's attached to a larger clinic, which is inside of a larger building, which is actually on the campus of a larger university upon which a hospital was built. And... So I walk up to, because there's only, so the thing about this building on this campus is there's like one lab. And I'm a research clinic, so I'm like, I kind of take the overflow. Oh, I take my patients and then I take whoever, me and the other phlebotomist for the main lab share resources. We share, we're friends. So I went up there for some odd reason, probably to ask her first, like, how do you draw a anticoagulation panel or something because I always fuck them up I've had like five canceled on me like I don't know how to fucking draw this because I'm not a phlebotomist I'm like how do I have this job <laughs> I'm not a phlebotomist anyway I've worked uh, yeah it just so happened life just comes at you fast and you just take it when in doubt take the cheaper route I'm taking this cheaper route <laughs> but I'm doing what I love with people that I love with patients that I love, you know, it's, I love it. It is what it is. And I complain about it all the time, but I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, so at the end of the day, God told me that I wasn't bored. And I'm like, you're right. It's fine. But anyway, Robert, BPD. I think I saw him in the lobby and I didn't say hi because I'm super friendly. Like, that's another reason why I have a show is like, I want to be friendly to people and I can't because people don't like it. <laughs> And especially in the lobby of an of an infectious disease clinic, like I'm not gonna be like, hey girl, like, hey Robert, like, hey. but um, but any Rob, but anyways, Robert, um, by the time I came, by the time I realized that it was him, he um, I came back and he had his headphones on, you know, like Bluetooth headphones. And then um, he has his arms crossed. And I think he was mad that I didn't say hi to him. But that's like BPD. Like, because somebody didn't say hi to you, you're going to talk about me to your whole therapist and then deny even wanting to even interact with me because I did one mistake. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you are irrational. But then I didn't know he had BPD, though. And I, now I feel bad. 
And so I'm gonna treat them nice tomorrow. But like, no, what you're not gonna do. And like, black men only have like one one choice, one chance rather. So you can't be popping off to my boss, even though my boss is cool. Like he was like, it's not an indictment on your actions. Just check their address before you send the cab to the wrong place. I'm like, whatever, like this is crazy. Like how am I a phlebotomist, an inventory specialist, a researcher, a research assistant, a research nurse, a medical assistant, a kitchen minister. Like, what the fuck? Like, I can't. But sometimes it's an indictment. It's an affirmation of your skills. So it is what it is. So Wikipedia um, says that there is often dangerous behavior and self-harm, which I don't doubt. I feel so bad. Oh, my God. I called him crazy in the staff meeting. I was like, these people are actually crazy. Like, I will fight them. Like, what are you, what, why, why is this happening? But symptoms may be brought by seemingly normal events. So someone not saying hi to you is a big deal. And the behavior typically begins in early adulthood and occurs across a variety of situations. Substance abuse, depression, eating disorders are commonly associated with BPD. 10% of people are affected die by suicide and that's what I'm really worried about because people really out here committing suicide for like no reason like and it's the thing about self-harm is that it's irrational so the person that's committing it doesn't realize how irrational they are being it causes um it's causes are unclear but seems to be genetic societal environmental and neurological it occurs about five more times five more off five times more often in a person who has an affected close relationship so it's probably proximal too what the hell jumping across fucking air molecules and shit adverse life life events play a role so this is not some like weird like movie version like this is like literally like you so the way that i'm seeing it manifesting gay men is mainly when it is when like someone's hiding 100% of themselves and you only and they only get a glimpse they only get to like do what they feel is reality for like a very short period of time so men on the DL I've learned working in my clinic may have this borderline personality disorder and this is what causes them to like do irrational things like murder people and like so like all these trans women that are like being murdered I blame BPD for a lot of it because some of it is just straight up evil malicious like people just in cold blood just target people whatever but um, you're like imagine the personality of a straight man in direct conflict with the personality of a non-straight man for whatever whatever non you know whatever reason that is the pressure the tox oh my god masculinity is so toxic and it's destroying people's lives and i'm seeing just like glimpse of it just like in the appointment process scheduling process <laughs> you know the appointment scheduling process i'm like how is this becoming an issue but one of the things 
with BPD is like one of the things that the therapist was saying was like, you have to be so precise with time. It's not even funny. You can't even let them because it's a, it's a test and um, it's a test to see what is a good object and what is a bad object. And it's a, and, and I was like, well, I don't know nothing about it. I'm not a therapist, but how do I, how do you describe it? And she was like, it is this equivalent of walking into a room and there being no air. And I was like, that has happened to me three times in the last like three weeks where I'm like, I'm very confused and it's very awkward. And there's an energy here, an authentic energy preventing you from interacting with me on like a, like a super superficial level. Like I'm so confused. So anyway, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, have you interacted with anybody with BPD? Do you have BPD? Do you have any tips or tricks for my ass? Cause I learn something new every day. Um, email me your feedback host at centrosun21.com. Uh, you can also tweet me at centrosun21 or at, on Twitter. Sorry, center, at centrosun21 on Twitter. Um, please give me some input about this. What has your experience been like? I'm now starting to understand it because I heard about this like last year, and I and they were like, just look it up. It's easy to understand. And I'm like, but I don't want to look it up, and I never did. And then now I'm like, oh shit, I should have looked it up. But anyway, thank you for listening. Bye bye. When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. For only $1, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, remember it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go.